What is up, everyone? You are listening to Collection Status Podcast, a platform where business owners, innovators, and investors, also artists, tell you about the trials, triumphs of becoming a professional in their field. Now let's get to it. What is up, everyone? This is Manny with Collection Status Podcast, and I am here today with the beautiful, always helpful, Victoria Romero. She is going to be giving you guys the lowdown on our relationship. For the past six years, feels like it's been 20 years, just the old couple, old souls, Victoria, nice, that's for you to come and talk to me today. Um, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of give everyone a one-on-one on yourself real quick. Hi everybody, I am Victoria, I um, am married to Manny, <laughs> um, have been for the past three years, almost four, got married in 2017. Um, been together since I was 19. Uh, we have a beautiful daughter, Birdie, named after Manny's grandmother, and we have our handsome, wonderful son, Jaden, who is eight. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Travel took a long time from my bedroom to this dining room table, but I'm glad I made the trip. <laughs> this nice table you decided to get from Nebraska Furniture Mart after, what, six years? <laughs> yeah, I got tired of um, our DIY um, hand-painted dining room table that never turned out the I way we it. wanted it to. So I finally made that decision to go get a table. I thought it looked great until I saw pictures of it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so. All right, let's get started. We're gonna go with some questions here that we got from some of our friends, family members, things like that just throughout the week, throughout the months. So basically our whole relationship and how we kind of keep things going. So let's go ahead and start with this question. When did you realize you were in love? Obviously it was probably pretty quick. Huh? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to start with this Yeah, you this can go one? ahead and start. Um, you know, there was never really a an exact moment where I was like, oh yeah, I love this person. It was just a series of moments all kind of combined and put together that I was just like, this is the person I'm meant to be with. This is who completes me, balances me out. And um, yeah, it was just a course over a couple months that I just, little pieces started to fit together and I just realized you were the one I was supposed to be with. And I'm still here, so, so far so good. <laughs> you are still here, still loud, and still beautiful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, honestly, it was probably first day, I remember, going to JCPenney's and playing some hoop. It wasn't very good. You played hoop at JCPenney's? No, I played hoop at Holcomb with Ernie, because Ernie was in love with you. Now, Ernie's one of my best friends. He was... Apparently he had this relationship with Victoria, and apparently Victoria didn't have the relationship back with him. That is not what happened. We were really good friends growing up. So I was best friends with his best friend, um, what, middle through high school? It was middle school, through like mid-high school, things like that, so. And funny enough, we never, um, Manny and I never, like we crossed paths, but we never made that, that's our baby. (laughs) We never made that time to speak to one another. Um, I actually really did not like Manny. I didn't think that he would be someone I was going to get along with um, until he showed up to JCPenney's and I was the one that had to train him. And then as soon as we started dating, he quit his job. (laughs) Yep, just 
business and pleasure. I had a, I went in there for one reason and one reason only. If anyone's ever been in the Jay Z Pennies, you can tell the reason why you wouldn't want to work there. It's because it's a lot. It's a lot. They have just things of clothes. I went in there just. I did my job, but I didn't get paid that well, so that was probably one of the reasons why I left. But I knew in the back of my mind I would have something when I left. So, but that was, that's when I yeah you <laughs> my wife. But again, um, yeah, just the moment that we went to Jay Penney's and started working together, I just knew. Just, that's when you knew you loved me. Yeah. They, a lot of people say you don't like love at first sight. A lot of people don't believe in that. I do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know what love was back then until I saw you. Aw, nice. I don't think you ever really know what love is when you are 19 years old and, God, what, you were 22? No, I was, I was just turning, I think I was barely 21. 18, yeah. 19, yeah, 21. Yeah. I definitely had no idea what the word love meant, and I think it took a lot I think the cool thing about our relationship is we kind of grew in love. You know what I mean? Like, it started out with infatuation, and then it grew to a love, and then that love grew to a maturity, and then that just, and then that's when I think really, like, our souls kind of connected with one another. Yeah, and I recently started feeling that. I just... Oh, recently, after six years, you started feeling in love? The feeling of (laughs) our souls, like, being one, like, like, for me, it's like an aura thing. Like, I just... Had that instant connection, like when we really in love with someone, like everyone goes around saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like your wife, your friend, all that stuff. You're like, oh, I love you. It's different for when I say to Victoria, it's it's more of like a spirit, it's like a spiritual connection that a lot of people don't necessarily have. It's a different feeling. It's a sure. definitely a different feeling. It's just like, it's my body is always on a high. Um, I don't do drugs, so. <laughs> Don't do it. Not that kind of high. Stay away. (laughs) Stay away. Go Go away. away. (laughs) But it's it's a different kind of high that I haven't been. I've never experienced until very recently. That I just like I go to work. We are building our house. We're getting everything we want taken care of. Our financials are in order. We're just at a point in our life that it's it's taken very seriously, and that we're not in the process of BS in our way. So it's it's totally different. Like we can definitely stay on a straight path to success without having to deal with all the BS on the side. Like we know how to cut through it. I think we had to learn how to blur out all the bullshit. No, yeah, like we really like at the beginning of our relationship and even like a few years in, we were so prone to listening to all the crap around us and allowing other people's opinions to influence our relationship mm-hmm. and how we felt um, that we finally, I think we we're just like, I'm done with yeah. allowing other people to dictate what I do in my relationship and how I feel in my relationship and how I feel within my own mind that and social I'm, media was a big part of it too. Just. Yeah, we had like what, two years, two, almost three years where we didn't have any type of social media. We It just became a really big problem as when I say problem, it's just it was taking our attention away from one another, and we realized that we weren't able to balance social media in our relationship. Um, and it definitely took away the time, like when we were just laying in bed. If we yeah. wanted to just talk for hours, and or just maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes out of the day, 
we took we eliminated Facebook and whatever else we had back then, and it just it brought so much that fifteen minute conversation that you meet with your significant other every just to single catch day, up. just to catch up, just to see how their day was, all that stuff. Because most people will go to work, be on their phones, go to bed, get back on their phone, fall asleep, do it again the next day. Well, even now we have that rule still, where it's just like okay, oh, yeah. we're in bed, we're done with social media, mm-hmm. like we're done with being on Facebook or Instagram after a certain time, and we just hone in on our babies and our TV show, whatever that is that we're watching that night, usually The Bachelor, um, <laughs> or you know, or just catching up on each other's day. True that. Even if you're just watching a TV show, I've learned not to be on, don't be on your phone. Just take, mm-hmm. the, take the 30 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour, The Bachelor's two hours. Not that I know, but I just have to watch it most of the time. This is Birdie, as you can this see. This is our baby. She is um, hanging out with us. She's getting a little fussy, so I'm just going to hold her for a little bit. Alrighty, so I think that answers the question. When did, when yeah. did you realize you were in love? I, that was a very long answer. But it's, it's straight and to the point, I feel. A lot of people just don't understand it or... They don't understand Victorian I's relationship. So, there you go. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> why is Victoria so much cooler than you? Just, I was born this way, I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I taught her. And uh, I beg to differ on that one. I taught I, her uh, the ways. No. And then she used those ways to make me look bad. What? I think what it boils down to is I'm just a lot funnier, a lot more funnier than Manny. And no, these dad jokes. That's, that's where he got the dad jokes from me. That's the issue. I'm where you got the call, dad jokes from. I don't jokes call from. you daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. So the biggest pet peeves for each other. What do you get mad at? Get irritated at? Get that I do so So something that isn't a big deal that I make a big deal of is your snoring oh my god his snoring it you can't sleep especially with a newborn and snoring you do not get any type of sleep I have finally learned to put in my airpods and to turn on my true crime podcast and to zone out his snoring Um, other than that the only other thing I would say is um, your impatience. Yeah, with mostly everything. Yeah, I'm you very could be. Impatient. You're very um, impatient. You're very short. You can be very short-tempered. I'm very proactive. I don't know if I would put it that way, but <laughs> yes, you can be very impatient, which um, you know is something that we are navigating through. Yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of time. Like anyone that has these type of issues with like anger, go get it looked at. Mine is strictly because she does stuff to make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, but no, in all seriousness, if you guys ever have anyone have any anger problems, any type of issue, underlying issues that they don't realize that they have, go get it checked out. Just it, there's nothing wrong with going to the doctors, to the therapist, anything like that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it i know i'm a big preacher about it and i don't necessarily do it i've never really been the person to think that i have something or to 
I watch a lot of shows, so like I just self-diagnose myself. So you web MD yourself? Yeah. I go out and get medicine and everything. I'm like, I yeah. obviously have this type of issue and the wine is definitely gonna fix it. So Right. But yeah, I think one of my biggest pet peeves with Victoria is Alright, so there's at least three here. Um she nitpicks at me placing the dishes away. She okay, said, uh, significant others will understand this. When you have a certain method of putting things away or things go in a certain place and your partner, um, well, you've shown your partner multiple times on how to put things away and they do not listen to that, that's, that's valid, I think. Okay, for any Mexican <laughs> person out there that is, that is married to uh, a Latina, just don't touch anything. <laughs> Like just let all. them do it. No, just let it sit there. If she gets mad at the dishes for being in there, she's going to be mad for at least 30 minutes, but she's going to be so much more happier when she puts those dishes away. But you know, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you could do it right and you're still doing it wrong. No, absolutely. That's the issue. You can be right. Just agree to disagree. Just if she starts yelling at you and just possibly throws a sandal at you, <laughs> just say okay. Oh my God. That's where a lot of this therapy stuff comes in the session for the men that don't necessarily come out. It's need, you need another outlet, I think. Yeah, I just get yelled at a lot. That is not true. <laughs> when it comes to dishes, things like that, don't touch anything. When it just, comes to organization. When it comes to anything organized in the house, don't <laughs> touch. If it looks like it needs it. She recently bought these coffee cups, right? They looked <laughs> like really nice coffee cups. I'm like, oh wow, she bought brand new coffee cups there she installed a uh like a holder form like right above the keurig like it's a grab and go situation here i went and took her the coffee <laughs> cup right she didn't want the coffee cup because it was a display model this decoration it's decoration don't <laughs> use anything that is just sitting on your counter or anything that looks super nice on your counter because it's not meant to be used. That's exactly right. Or cleaned or even yep. touched yep. by the man of the house. Don't touch it. Like as much as you want to touch it, don't touch it. Like this is a Finding Nemo moment. As much as you want to touch it, do not touch it. I'm telling you, it's going to save you a lot of anger, a lot of yeah, you just start second guessing everything. You just you want to sit on the couch and for a second you're like, she just did it. <laughs> Relationship <laughs> not, advice 101. Yeah, do not, like yesterday we all put the blankets away. She sat there staring at me for like five minutes thinking I did something wrong. Well, I didn't fold it the right way before I put it back in the cabinet. Just don't touch anything in your house. You have one job, clean the outside, go to bed and literally buy her whatever she wants. Words to live by, really. Aww. And when you have a kid too, just let her let her splurge. <laughs> let the splurging go. He learned that with Jaden though. No, yeah, Jaden definitely is spoiled. Everyone everyone literally in my family is spoiled. It's ridiculous. And I'm I'm very tough on everyone in my family, but everyone's spoiled. I literally I literally give in the most out of everyone in my family. They don't think that I do. They think I'm mad literally all the time. I end up splurging on them. They don't think you're mad. They think you're um, uh, a pet.
penny pincher. I would I would definitely say that. I'm definitely working my way up to be a millionaire. And no one's going to know about it. Except for my wife. I'm like, wife. I better know except, about it. Except for my wife. I just know I'm not going to be able to touch a lot of stuff because she's going to buy stuff that just is not supposed to. Just for decoration. Just for decoration. Or fancy guests. Yeah, only fancy guests can sit here. <laughs> We're not that fancy. No. So. All right. So let's go on to the next question here after the biggest pet peeves, which I could go on and on and on. But we don't have that much time. So we're gonna go to go we're gonna go ahead and go to first impressions of each other. Do you wanna go ahead and go first on this topic? No, I'll let you take it. Are we doing high school first impressions? Let's go high let's go high school and then and then JC we'll roll, Penny. Then we'll roll it out. Okay. Um you want me to go first? No, I'll go first. Okay. So have you guys ever seen 21 Jump Street? Oh my god. Right. When he when they're out in the parking lot and then he's like there's clicks. There's different kind of clicks. There's like the jocks, there's the nerds. He didn't know what the f those things are. And then there's the, and then there's the goths. That's not true. She was she was she was borderline goth. Your daddy talking. She had black fingernail polish, black. Okay, black fingernail polish does eyes. not make you goth. She had the black eyes, everything like that, and she just. Her eyes were so dark that her eye, like you could see her green eyes from a mile away. It's wild. And it's like this pen. You could literally see this pen in the dark glowing up. <laughs> I'm not. What the hell? It caught my eye. Well, apparently, I just, I, she didn't like me because she didn't know me. She definitely judged a book by its cover. Didn't you just judge a book by its cover? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't do that. Don't, ever don't judge do that. Don't, don't, don't. Don't be doing that. Yeah, don't be doing, <laughs> don't be doing that. You don't want to do that. But, yeah, in a relationship, don't judge a book by its cover. That could be the person that you fall in love with and stay with forever. Not even in a relationship. I think that's just like the in general. The basis. I oh, I the basis of life is don't judge a book by a cover, even though we're all human and are gonna do it anyway. You know, but dang give well, that person a chance. You know, dang well when you're going to the gas station and somebody comes like just looking up, just extra raggedy. You're just the first thing you think in your mind is lock your doors. Hell to the gnaw. This ain't happening tonight. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Just, it, I think everyone does it. I don't think everyone means to do it, but it's your first instinct when somebody comes walking up and it's they're. It's just human nature. Exactly. Just to well, judge you can't, well, well, you can't really trust a lot of people in this world, so it, you kind of have to. Um, but yeah, my first impression of Victoria, I thought she was very. She's very to herself, quiet, not really. She, she hung out with the same two people. Her mom and her dad. Oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, she was definitely friends with a lot of people. She was definitely friends with a lot of people, but dis didn't necessarily categorize herself with those people. So she stayed with like the same three, four people that she was kind of with. I stayed with myself. Yeah, with, her, with herself. Um, and then I didn't really, I didn't really think about it because my friend Ernie was really like talking. He was really digging her a lot. So I was like, I just knew her from him. Everything that he said. I was like, oh, she seems cool, but I never really like put two and two together. Um, and then, yeah, it just honestly, you don't really notice what's in front of you until 
years later. Yeah, literally years later, you don't realize it. And you're just like, wow, like, why didn't I talk to you in high school? And then she definitely reminds you, well, I hated you. So that's why. <laughs> I didn't hate him. I just didn't think he was going to be someone I was going to get along with because our aesthetics were very different. Very, very different. Um, but now we're kind of one in the same. Absolutely. Which is crazy. Absolutely. Um, one and the same, just, it, we're, t we're total opposites, but we're so much like. Alike. Alike, yeah. We literally are like one and the same, but we're total opposites. Like there's stuff that I just can't stand that she does. And there's stuff that we, we click over. And I can see when we're, do when we're doing the stuff that we like together, we, we all, we're like, wow. We could not do this with literally anybody else because no one would understand how weird we are. <laughs> so, and it's little things that we just catch up on. Like there's like how she drinks her wine or what her mid her bedtime routine is or anything. Just pay attention to the small things and it'll make it a lot easier in a relationship for everyone. And once again, don't judge a book by its cover. Open the book up. <laughs> Read it. Doorway, whatever you want to do. <laughs> All right. And how do you keep your relationship so strong? That's another question we have. Um, you want to start with this one? Yeah, I think um, what we've learned to do is have check-ins with each other. Um, communication is really, really big. Uh, I feel like on a regular basis, we, like if one of us isn't getting what we need or um, is realizing something that, that hurt one of us, we check in with that person and we're just like, hey, this is what I'm needing from you and this is what I'm not getting. How can we fix this? How can we go about it? And we just make sure that the other one is feeling okay. Um, I would at least say like monthly at least. If not every other week. Yeah, I would say monthly. We definitely have a good talk and just kind of see how the other person's doing, just physically, emotionally, just what they need around the house. What can the other person do to help? And that's helped me a lot too, especially since I'm not a very emotional person in the first place. Manny kind of helps me be vulnerable with him and allows me to speak what's on my mind without judgment and I think that helps me again who's not a very emotional person be vulnerable with the person I love and I think that um, has really set the foundation for a strong relationship yeah for sure and if you're in a relationship with someone that isn't that doesn't necessarily open up they don't like talk about anything they kind of just put that wall up give them time it took, it took forever it took our relationship has not come easy it's been a roller coaster for like the first maybe two years two three years of our relationship like it was difficult but we loved each other and we both we grew together we grew together we worked around each other and how they dealt with things because I wasn't I came from a very outspoken family and she's her family has just been I'm very introverted she's, yeah and she had a lot of she's been like with her family and stuff like it's been everywhere so she's never been in one spot like to have that full family like a mexican family like just so much family here in lawrence necessarily um so i've always been around people like just 
joking, just all that stuff. And immediately, Victoria was always the shy one, never really talked. It, it, it literally took her maybe, I think, three years to actually fully open up to my family, different things like that. And it takes, it takes time. Like, don't rush into a relationship thinking that you have to have a perfect relationship within the first year. No, it takes time. It takes and time. It's a, how you guys work through the hardships together. Like, I think a big part of it is we learned how to work together. Like, when we were arguing or disagreed on something, is we didn't blame one another. We kind of looked at it as like, okay, how can we fight this problem? Not how can we fight each other? And I think that's been really big for us. Um, but again, that didn't come naturally. That took a lot of learning about the other person and how they function and what they really needed um, when they were feeling at a loss. And um, yeah, I think that's definitely helped us. Excuse us, my baby is getting a little sleepy. Our baby's getting sleepy here. Yeah, she just, yep, she's talking. But yeah, um, I would definitely say compromising with a like you just as much as as hard-headed as everyone is and wants to have it done their way if the girl wants to go get a rug from the freaking tj maxx or home goods let her get the rug like it's not going to kill you if it's within your means if it's, obviously. If it's it, yes if it's within your means of money if it's 50 dollars or whatever or 20 dollars or 10 dollars let her get it believe me it's a rug or a coffee cup that you can't use if it's if it's gonna make her happy give her that give her that just maybe she has something else going on that's how she copes is getting something to just make herself feel a little bit better and then it helps your relationship too if you guys can kind of talk or get something together because um, that's just a memory that you guys can have like oh hey I remember when we bought that rug or I remember when we bought that coffee mug like you didn't want me to get it but I got it anyway so <laughs> Compromising 99% yeah. of the things in our house. Yeah, and I'm very uh, hard-headed. Um, it took me a very long time to understand compromise and how it worked. I know it sounds easy, but it's very difficult because I'm one to speak up about anything and everything. And there's times that you, there's arguments that you should just leave. Just it's, not, it's just choosing your battles. It's choose, exactly, choosing your battles. It's just not, not everything is worth an argument. And that's on both sides. That's that's an equal partnership. And you have to be equal with it because if you guys are both on opposite pages or you guys are sleeping in separate rooms or one person gets mad, walks off, or they're going out for the night or anything like that, or they don't text you back or call you or they block you or they turn off location. That's also a form of breaking trust. <laughs> like is. you're doing those things <laughs> to intentionally hurt that person. And I think that's really big. Like I just I can't emphasize communication and our biggest thing is that like if I, I'm a really big person that again I don't like speaking about my feelings a lot so if I need a timeout when we're arguing I'm like I tell him I'm like I can't handle this right now this is too much and Manny's the type of person that likes to resolve conflict right then and right mm. there whether that's us arguing it out or that's us just you know sitting there but I'm the type of person that I need a break I need to breathe um, to be able to you know organize my thoughts and to get back with him and to really communicate how we're feeling and I think that's important like if you are someone that needs a little bit of time don't be afraid to ask for that yeah and I, that took me a long time too so it honestly it took me a like I, we're still working at it a little bit so I know everything that you guys see posted 
on Instagram, Facebook, just wanting to let everyone know we are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. It it really does. I mean, we're like a big relationship booster is my parents too. Like my parents, they do huge support system. Literally the spitting image. As much as I hate hearing that, we're literally a spitting image of my parents. Like they just they do everything together. They talk, they text, they tell her where the other person is. If my mom's mad, you'll know it. <laughs> my well, dad, they don't bullshit. They don't, the really they don't they're very blunt with each other. They don't mm -hmm. hide their feelings. They're they, they let the other one cool off when they need to, different things like that. So it takes a very long time, and it takes a really, really good support system. So if you have friends and stuff that just kind of help dictate your relationship, that's not a good that's not good for your relationship. You guys should never have a third party, anything like that. They should, because I know a lot of relationships, like the girl goes to her friends, and they pep talk her, telling her everything. Like, oh, yeah, you should dump him, or you should do this, or you should do this to get back. Don't. Listen to yourself. Don't do what anyone wants you to. If you want to be in a relationship to work at it, do that. But be true and honest to yourself and have that communication with your significant other. Because if you don't have that communication and they don't know how you feel, it's going to be a roller coaster of a relationship. You're never going to get anywhere. You're never going to get anywhere. It takes a very long time if you are not, if you do not communicate. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it on that part. Um, but yeah, just don't give up. If you guys, if anyone out there is in a relationship and things like that, and like they really do want to work at it, if you're the male or the female, compromise. Just partners in general. Partners in general. If you really see yourself marrying that person, talk about it, figure out what each other needs, help each other. Do not ever put the other one down for how they're feeling. Validate the other person's feelings. That is the biggest thing is never make someone feel like they are wrong for feeling what they're feeling. Even if you disagree with what they're upset about, you cannot disagree with how that person is feeling about the situation yeah. because that's unfair and you can't dictate another person's feelings. Everyone has a right to their own opinion, to their own feeling. Things like that. So yeah, like you said, validation is good. Because even if I was feeling bad about something stupid, like just... If I it's would, stupid to me, it's not stupid to him. Yeah, and I would hope Victoria would be like, you know what, like, I understand where you're coming from, different things like that, like, what would help you? And stuff like that, so... And I have a lot of, I have a lot of stuff I think, I have a... Uh, I have a lot that goes in my mind throughout the day, and even if I just mention stuff to Victoria, or if she's like, hey, what's wrong? Like, sometimes I'll just start crying out of nowhere. Like, and it's, she's like, what's wrong? And then she'll talk to me and then she'll, she'll just validate my feeling. That's all I want. And I, sometimes I feel like the female because I'm the one crying and like getting validated for stuff, but it really helps to talk about how the guy's feeling. Cause sometimes the guy, I know in this world, the guy feels like he has to work. He has to make more money than the female, all this stuff. You're wrong. If Victoria was making more money than me, I would be ecstatic, I'd be proud of her, I'd be happy, and no way, shape, or form would I feel like I need to one-up her in our relationship at all. So, put everything into your relationship, validate each other's feelings, no matter what it is, stupid, small, if she wants a new dog leash, let her get it. 
if she if the dog wants a birthday party. Can you tell party, that he's bringing in real um, situations into this conversation? <laughs> That's called compromise, guys. <laughs> I had to compromise real hard. Oh, okay. All right, move about. on to the next one. All right, all right, moving on to the next one. Um, family thoughts. On your family, when you first met my family, we'll, we'll do vice versa. When you met my family, when I met your family. When you met my family, what was the first impression of them, and how did they make you feel, and how long did it take for you to feel how you feel now? Um, when I first met your family, I was absolutely terrified. <laughs> I was so scared. Um, one, because you literally picked me up and you were like, oh, by the way, we're not going to go on a date. We're going to go meet my entire family at my grandmother's house. Shout out to Bum Bum. I was so scared. I went in there and I sat so awkwardly and so quietly next to his mom. It was like, I tried really hard, but I was so nervous. Um, it took, his family's very, Manny's the baby of the family. His family is naturally very protective of him. His sisters are very protective over him. Um, you know, rightfully so. He also had a baby in high school, Jaden, who I'm obsessed with and I love very much. Um, but they were very, very protective over him. So they gave me a hard time. I mean, I would too. I'm this complete stranger coming in out of nowhere 19 year old saying oh i can help raise this baby i want to be with you for the rest of my life like they were very naturally skeptical of me um and it took a really long time for me to for lack of a better word um prove myself to them that i wasn't going anywhere i <laughs> yeah my mom definitely tested you i sure. well i think they all did and they I, all I tested thought, you because there was, there was, I was at a point in my life where I didn't know exactly what I wanted, what I needed, what Jaden needed, but I knew I wanted to be a full-time dad. Like, that was not even a question. Just being, just, not necessarily just a, just a Mexican family, but you, just a family in general, like, just, everyone wants to take care of their child. Mother, father, like, you want to take care of your child 100%, and that's just what I had in my mind. Well... When Victoria came along, I mean, before her, like, I did, obviously, I had, like, there was other, rela like, little relationships, things like that, but it was never anything serious, um, and then Victoria happened, and it was just, like, wow, like, I'm, like, in my mind, like, I'm gonna be with this girl, this woman for the rest of my life, and they have to get past my family, and I didn't want my family to mess it up, because my, my mom is very blunt. My dad just loves every girl that I ever brought, but Victoria is just like, he's like obsessed with her. He texts me and calls me all the time. He's like, hey, where's Victoria? I'm like, I don't know, why? Didn't you, I was like, what do you want? He's like, oh, I just wanna see how she was doing. I was like, what, you didn't even wanna talk to me? He's like, all right, no, so I'll just come over later then. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, he'll, they'll text me all the time, just asking about Victoria, how she's doing. I'll get a couple, how, what are you doing today, Manny? but it's mostly because they love Victoria so much, just like one of their daughters, and it's, it took, a, it didn't take, I wouldn't, to me, I wanna say it didn't take that long, like I just know how my family is, but through Victoria to go through this like, 
initiation. Initiation, the sacrifice and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I think the first person that, yeah, the first person that she met out of my family was uh, Samantha, a.k.a. Boney. And that was fun. I thought it was funny. Um, you do not be funny. I will, that's a different podcast for a different day. So you, got, you, all, you guys need to tap into Collection Status Podcast. When that day comes, I will release what happened. If you don't already ask Samantha. Don't ask Samantha. Don't ask Samantha. <laughs> she probably has a wine in her hand. She's probably like, <laughs> But all seriousness, just my failing means well. I mean, they take care of their family. Like once you're in, in the family, there's no way of getting, like they have your back 100%, no matter what the situation your is. Your family has definitely been our number one support system um, with everything that we have been through and um, continue to fight through. I have never met a family that has each other's back more than his family does. And it's truly exceptional. I've never had a bond with people like this in my entire life. Um, I've never had this kind of closeness with this many people before. And it's it took a while to get there, but it's truly such a blessing because I know I can always call on his mom or dad or sister or even brother. I could call on one of your extended families if I needed to. That's just how tight-knit they all are and how loyal they are to each other. And it's really shown me what a good basis for a family is, and it's what I strive for my kids. Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what I want, and I think them putting you through the ringer and all that stuff kind of just giving you the third not even the necessarily the third degree but just being skeptical skeptical skepti asking you a lot of questions skepti just skeptical ske skeptical skeptical yeah <laughs> skeptical my mom was definitely the hardest though for you to get through i think she was i think she did talk to me for like at least a month <laughs> something like that but it took a long time for victoria to kind of come around and kind of be herself too it made it easy it was very easy with my dad because my dad's just very welcoming but my mom definitely wanted victoria i think she she really wanted victoria to be in the family immediately but it, it with everything that happened with my first one and everything like that it just it took a minute for her but now they're just everyone's inseparable at yeah. this and it's we literally go and see his family his parents and his grandma Four, four times, times a week. week. Yeah, times <laughs> easily, week. easily. And we will spend forever over there and we'll just, it's such, it's so easy. And I wish everybody could experience the mm -hmm. tightness of what this family has shown me, really. Yeah, but now you're in, now you can't get out. Yeah, So officially the Romero forever. You're in the circle of trust. <laughs> it's a circle. It's a circle. <laughs> um, we had a few more questions I know on, um, my phone if you want to answer some of those. Let me grab it real quick. See what Samantha had. So his sister, of course, had questions for us that she would like us to answer. Um, one of her questions is, <laughs> what will your spouse say is the nicest thing you did this past week? This week? Mm -hmm. um, I was, what's today? Tuesday. <laughs> So let's go last week. Okay, so the nicest thing that you did for me last week? Yeah. Um, I think it's 
I think it's like every day. Like I would, I go to work, I go to work and I wake up, do my stuff. I honestly feel like I do a lot in the mornings and it's, it definitely takes a minute for me to like process the morning. Like I'm not a, like I'm a morning person, but it, it takes me a minute to like process everything in the morning. Um, but Victoria makes it very easy for me in the morning. Like more than any person should. Um, and I don't think I say I appreciate you enough sometimes, but I really do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't have to, I don't, I forget stuff very easily. Like just simple things for some reason. But she makes it so easy for me in the mornings that I literally do not have to do anything. Like she has already bottles ready. They're already cleaned. She has diapers. She has clothes. She has wipes. She has a checklist for her checklist for me. And then she'll say, call me if you get lost or need anything. And I call her like every morning, I'm like, hey, Jaden has school today, right? <laughs> I make sure Jaden's clothes are ready. I make sure his yeah. wallet is next to his yep. keys in the morning. She even brings my car in the garage. I bring his car in the garage. Like she's, she's honestly the, the full on trophy wife for sure that everyone needs to have, but can't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, she makes it very easy for me. Um, just every single morning, every day. Um, and I just really appreciate everything that she does because I don't have to do much in the mornings. I just get up, have my cup of coffee, go to work and make sure that the baby's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the nicest thing that you did for me last week and continue to do is you just make sure I have coffee in the morning from when I wake up. And if you forget to set the coffee in the morning, you bring me home Starbucks. <laughs> so that's always really nice. Um, he, if you know me, you know I'm a huge coffee fiend, whether that's at home coffee, whether that's uh, one of our local coffee shops, like Scone Lady is one of my absolute favorites. If you live in Lawrence and have not been to Scone Lady, go to Scone Lady. She is no, amazing. Yeah. Victoria has a list. I um, have a list. I love coffee. And Manny knows that. And he knows that that is the way to my heart. And so that is probably the biggest thing that you can do for me um, throughout the week. Um, another one of our questions is, if you could hit the rewind button, what part of your life would you want to change? Uh, I don't know. I think the only, like, in our relationship or just, mm -hmm. like, in life in general? Just in life. In life? I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. And it, it, it sucks to think that things happen for a reason, but the world still revolves, like it still keeps going. Um, it's very difficult to say that too, because once you mess up the pattern of life, it things change. It triggers everything. It triggers everything. And I, I wouldn't want a, um, what do you call it? Like a butterfly effect, what is it? I think it's a butterfly effect. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Google me if you don't understand that. But. I don't know. I think I think if I could choose to put a rewind button of life, I would change my grandfather, Grandpa Tony, passing away. Because I know how much my mom and my aunt miss him every day. I know Bertha. how much my grand bum bum. She she is literally saint. the queen, the saint, all hail bum bum. She is the best person in the world. Like everyone is good. Like I just. I think your your Thea said it best the other day. Is she is an angel walking among us. She really is, and it's it. 
it's one of those. It, it's literally like you know when people walk like past like they're like um, they get starstruck. Same with Bum Bum. Like she's just she's the light of the room. Every time she goes in, everyone knows when she's there. She's the first one there. She's the last person to leave. Like she's just. There's not gonna be no one else like her, and I would I would oh, I would love to change that, and so she could have someone there with her that she could talk to. Um, but yeah, I think that's the one thing that I would absolutely change if I had one thing. I think my thing would be, um, if I could rewind, would be to go back to school and really apply. <laughs> Honestly, it would, and really apply myself, because when I was in middle school and high school, I was so caught up in my teenage feelings and my teenage hormones that I never applied myself, and I don't ever feel like I met my true potential in academics or even in um, extracurricular activities. Yeah, like, you're, you're very intelligent, and it's, it, it's crazy, because I would think that she would have went to college, just for her, like her intellect and how she pronounces words that I don't know. Like, she has to put words together for me, and I'm the one that supposedly graduated, and I graduated, just to clarify. <laughs> I graduated high graduated. school. <laughs> it was slim, but I graduated. So, but, yeah, she's very intelligent, and she's, she definitely, she, the one thing that she does not do is give herself credit. Um, because a lot of people in her position have not gotten to where she is in life and her work ability, because she's good at it. And she doesn't give herself enough credit or a pat on the back and stuff like that. So everyone needs to appreciate my wife a lot more. <laughs> or we're going to have problems here. Because she deserves the world. She's going to be, we're going to be living in a mansion. Being humble. Alright, last question of the night. If Manny gets on Big Brother and wins, what would you guys spend <laughs> the money on? Alright, so if you guys aren't familiar... This is Collection Status Podcast with your host, Manny, with my beautiful wife, Victoria. I am in the process right now to get on Big Brother 23, possibly going on the, the challenge after that, if everything falls through. I've already done the process, already done YouTube, all that stuff. Like, I am have my own reality TV account. Like, it's already in the system. I'm just waiting for my stuff to get back. Julie Chen, Moonves, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for Big Brother Takedown. I'm getting that $500,000, and I am going to buy my wife whatever she wants with it. I think we've actually discussed this a lot. Like, not even if he just wins Big Brother, but if we just somehow became millionaires um, out of nowhere, like winning the lottery or something. Steal um, it. We would give a lot of family or a lot of money to his family, um, all of his brothers and sisters, his parents, his grandmother. That would be my brother, um, my father. That would be, you know. Yeah, I would just get every, everyone in our family that has helped us and that has, that, that, that that's still in that process to move forward. Like, that's the biggest thing we want to do is give our family that extra support, an extra inch, even if it's just a little bit to help them to get to where that process starts. Like, we want to be that for them. And we, Victoria and I have never been the people to, we're very humble people. Like we don't, we don't flash money. We don't flash all this stuff. We don't do that. Like we're bougie in our own way, but we don't. We're not like that. We weren't raised that way. And the, if the biggest thing that we could do in our life is shell out money to help them, that would make us feel good. And that's all we need. Like we have everything we need. It may not be a lot, but it's it works. Yeah. And I. 
I love it and helping people and especially our family just in just in different times like I think everyone is in everyone has debt all that stuff so if we could just shell out money to them and and then we could buy our house with a farm buy and our live house. happily ever after with our fur babies and our children that's exactly what we want and obviously she's gonna be rolling up in a Jeep I'm gonna be rolling up in uh, well if we become if we're talking about billionaire status um, I'm getting that G-Wagon. <laughs> She's getting the G-Wagon. I'm getting that Tesla SUV, and I'm definitely going to have a Chevelle in the garage waiting for me when I have my night on the town. Not to go out and drink, guys, because I don't do that. Even though we're drinking wine as we speak. Wine. I drink wine. <laughs> I'll be cruising down wherever we are. Peaceful. No social media. Just cut out everything from the world other than my family. If you guys are my friends, you guys will definitely be in touch. But I want to relax, live my life with my family, enjoy every minute and everything. And we'll be good. I live off the land. I'm good with saving he money. He says he's going to live off the land, but this is the pickiest eater to ever exist in life. Have so you all ever seen Naked and Afraid? He won't even eat leaves. So he's not, he's uh, damn well not going to eat no escargot or snails or cockroaches. Naked, naked and afraid. I have no problem with being naked. <laughs> but he has and, a problem being afraid. And yeah, I'm afraid <laughs> of the dark. So if we're out in the country. He doesn't like animals that so much. So if we're out in the country, I may just be walking out there just daylight, just bare ass. Oh my lord. But I'm enjoying my life as we conclude our segments and our relationship i just want to say thank you to everyone for staying tuned this is collection status podcast with nanny and my beautiful wife victoria so i thank you for coming and if you guys are wanting more questions answered or maybe another pop-up uh podcast we can do that we can whatever you guys want we are here to help if you guys want some merch go to my website collection status podcast on facebook instagram you guys can click on my instagram has my websites on there. DM me. DM my assistant. You my, can follow me. My other assistant. Um, at Aveda. What is, what's that little thing called? Aveda underscore Victoria. Underscore Victoria. Thank you. Have Thanks a good night, for having everyone. me. Say bye, Birdie. She said bye. <laughs> This concludes today's episode of Collection Status Podcast. You guys can hit up my Instagram, Manny Romero 14 Hit the link in the bio. Check out the merch. DM me. Now let's get it.